they serve it all. As long as we are living and we are breathing, we continue to worship it. You gave us life for a reason. And the reason we live is to worship it. Thank you. You made us to see 11th month. In this busy year, we are healthy. We are sound. We are active. We are bouncing and basking in your grace. You surround us with your mercy. Thank you. Your mercy kept us till today. And we know that you will take us through the end of this year successfully, peacefully, because you are still doing things in our lives. As we go this morning in listening to your voice again, open our eyes of understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's take our seat. I want to welcome you all today again in Jesus' name to the service of today. And uh, it is another day to receive from the Lord. I want you to know that he is here for you and he is here with you. Amen. I want to take a few minutes to just thank our youth, Rising Jane, for a wonderful seminar yesterday for putting this together. It was awesome. Love and Marriage Seminar. Can you please put your hands together for them? Secondly, I want to thank all our speakers that, that came yesterday to bless this young one. It was awesome. It was great. A lot of information, and we were all blessed. Please put your hands together for all the speakers. And all the praise goes to God Almighty, the giver of life. He's the one building his church and is equipping. Uh, if you were here yesterday, you will know that tomorrow is bright. I can assure you. Tomorrow is what? Bright. I want you to rest. Our young ones are on the right track. I want to lastly encourage parents, guardians, whenever there is a call like this, do all your best to encourage your young ones in your household to participate, to be there. Information is power. And all we need in this world to sustain this world that no one knows where things are going is to be well equipped with the word of God. Marriages are under attack. Lives are under attack. Things are happening. But those who know their God, the Bible says they shall be what? Strong. And they will do exploit. Yes. Even those of us that were married, we were still blessed for listening to some of these things that were coming out yesterday. It's online. It's on YouTube. Please encourage your young ones to watch them and listen to them. Amen. Today is the continuation and we'll be rounding up uh, of our topic that we started two weeks ago. Encored in Christ. Encored in Christ. And the scripture is taken from the book of Colossians chapter 2 verse 7 in New Living Translation. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thanksgiving. We, we dwelt with it a lot last time. We talked about your roots growing down and your lives building up and then it will result to your faith being strong in the truth which you have been taught and it will resort to thanksgiving. Your life will be full of thanksgiving. Your life will be full of thanksgiving. But for that thanksgiving part to happen, see the first thing that has to be to take place, your roots must grow down. Because if your roots did not grow down into him, then you will be moved. You will be shaken. You can even be uprooted because situation comes, challenges come, and the devil know that the time is imminent for him to be destroyed and he is doing all he can do, investing all he can to destroy the body of Christ. 
Christ. But the Lord Jesus said, I will build my church. This is how the church will be built. Your root must go down into him and your life will be built on him. Then that is what will strengthen your faith. Faith is, is not just memorizing it. I have faith. I believe. I believe. No. Because when the wind comes, that is when your faith, the strength of your faith will be determined. You cannot just stay from where you are believers. You know, you must grow it. We have to move from here to perfection. We've all gone through the basic. And the basic cannot sustain us today. Basic, just staying there cannot, cannot hold you. What we hold you is your root that grows down in. Because if your root grows down into him, I wish I have a picture to illustrate this thing so that you can see the root growing down and your life building up on him. I told us the last time, I said, your root is down and your life is up. So who is in between holding the root and your life? Christ. Christ. See that picture. Christ. It means you cannot be touched. You cannot be touched. Things will happen. Situation will happen. Challenges will come. But guess what? You will stand still. You will stand firm. You will be able to come out triumphantly. So I gave us some things last time that I want us to really take note and we talk about how our roots must grow down into him and how our lives can be built on him. And we begin to go over them, you know, the things that has to do with our faith. Our faith has to be developed. Everybody have a kind of level of faith. The moment you come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. But now you need to develop your faith. And one of the things we talk about to develop our faith is to feed your faith through the word of God. To feed your faith through the word of God. The second thing we talk about is after feeding your faith with the word of God, you need to work out, exercise your faith. And that is by your action. Are you with me? You still remember when somebody eats and all that and they are this, they are, mm, they, they start thinking they want to go to the gym. When you eat and you go to the gym, oh, it helps you. It's good. Don't go to the gym and not eat. Eat. See, God, you, 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 you're on diet, 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 everybody on diet, everybody thinks this diet, all manner of names of diet. I'm telling you, <laughs> God is good. Let me tell you, everything God has given us is good. And your body needs a little bit of everything. You just need to control yourself and say, hey, 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 Victor, no, that is enough. Because I've seen people going to the gym and by the time they said they are eating, they are eating three days meal. So what is the point? <laughs> you know, at the time they put all manner of everything together, your body needs a little bit of it. You need to speak to yourself and say, hey, hey, that's it. That proportion is, hey. Eh? If the thing calls you, you take off your eyes. You'll be the one in charge, not the food. Otherwise, the gym, going to the gym is not helping. It's not going to do anything. You lose, you gain, you lose, you gain. Somebody was testifying one day. He was just sharing. Guys in the office said, I, I, I can't believe I lost two pounds. I said, two, two what? <laughs> <laughs> you lost two pounds. How did you? How did you even notice that? <laughs> how did you even notice you lost two pounds? You didn't lose anything yet. By the time you are losing, you will know you're losing. But your body needs a little bit of everything. Exercise is good. The same thing in our in the spiritual. As a spiritual man, you need to develop your faith by feeding your faith with the word of God. Number two, by exercising your faith. That is, you must practice. You must practice it. You must practice it. Anything you believe on and you believe in, 
do it. That's just the meaning of exercise your faith. Action. It is put your faith into practice. Remember all the scriptures we read, and we won't go too far into it. You know, it's very, very important. You can go back and listen. You know, number three things we spoke about how to develop your faith is speak out your faith. Speak out your faith. When, when, you, when, when, when you feed it with the word of God, when you exercise it, you must speak it. You must speak it. You must speak it. There are things that will not come to pass until you speak them out. The Bible says, call those things that were not as if what? They were. You have prayed about it, and you, what you are seeing is the opposite of what you prayed about. But you believe when you pray, then say so. Go to your bedroom and speak it. Stay in your car and speak it. Stand in front of mirror and speak it. If there is a position you desire and you've prayed about it, put yourself, put put that title by, by your name and say, hey, how does that sound? You can use your family member or be yourself. Talk to yourself, Victor. How does this sound? What title? Give me a title. <laughs> like our pastor, pastor wants to be apostle. Okay, we can say apostle Dr. Kinedo Emmanuel. Oh, wow. They are clapping for you, sir. Congratulations. <laughs> Speak it. Speak. And we read about uh, Abraham. When God told him, take your son to where I will show you. And Abraham's, the, the child said, Daddy, I saw this. I saw this. Where is the lamp? God will provide. The boldness in your faith will open doors of opportunities for you. It is very, very important you take note of that. You must have faith and be bold with it. Don't be timid. Speak it with confidence. Even if what you are going through, everything 100% shows the opposite of it. I know my Redeemer live it. When he speaks, he stands at his word. You take it like a medicine. Every single morning, speak it. At night, you speak it. You go to bed. You wake up again, you speak it. You begin to speak your faith. You begin, your faith will begin to realize situations, circumstances will begin to bow down to the words of your mouth, the confession of your faith. And your faith will continue to stand firm. And guess what happened? As you are speaking it, you are resisting the devil. Because that's what it means. The more you speak, the more you resist the devil. The more you speak, the more you resist the devil. And the Bible says, resist the devil, he will stay right there. No, he will what? Flee. He will not walk away. He will flee. Praise the Lord. Today, I will, I will go to the fourth one. And that's where I will stop this sermon. Because I will dwell a little bit on that. After you feed your faith with the word of God, you exercise your faith with your action. Number three, you speak out your faith. Number four, free your faith from negativity. Free your faith with what? From negativity. That is from doubt. See, after you, you feed your word, <laughs> your faith with the word, and you exercise it, you act it out, and you speak it, guess what? That devil will still come. Still come. He doesn't give up. We are the ones that give up easily. He doesn't give up. He will come with doubt in your heart about what you acted out, and you begin to think, maybe this thing is not really, really going to work. Maybe it's not your time. People will laugh at me. Maybe I shouldn't even, maybe I should just withdraw. Guess what is happening? That is the voice of the devil. He's trying to put doubt into your heart to weaken your faith so that you can lose it. 
so that it can go away, so that you will not see the realization, the manifestation of what God has done that you had confessed. You must work hard. Free your faith from negativity, from every doubt. The book of James chapter 1 from verse 6 through 8 in easy to read version. Let's read it. James chapter 1, James chapter 1 from verse 6, 7, and 8. This is what the Lord says. Now, listen, brethren. This is what the Lord says. You must what? It is a must. It is a must to believe. Don't doubt him. When you doubt God, it's an abomination. Ah, God of Almighty. It is, the, some, it is something that the devil wants you to do, but it is what God doesn't want you to do because that moves, your faith moves the hand of God, but your doubt put God in a tight situation to display his power. And that's what the devil wants to do. He will see that you are feeding it with the word. He will see that you are exercising it. He will see that now you are speaking it, but he now wants to come quietly, silently, and begin to minister to you quietly. Are you sure that thing can be real? <laughs> Don't doubt him. Why? 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 Whoever doubts is like a wave in the sea that is blown up and down by the wind. Anyone one that is doubting God, you will see when the mood comes like this, they will sing, come and join me, sing hallelujah. Tomorrow when another wind comes like this, it doesn't look like again, it will be like God, but what is going on? And I, I, I'm, I'm serving you faithfully. They are moving, they are moving, they are moving. But when you ask God, you must believe, don't doubt him. Whoever doubts him is like a wave in the sea that is blown up and down by the wind. Verse 7. People like that are thinking two different things at the same time. When you are like this, maybe God has done it. When you are like this, I don't think so. Maybe it's not yet because nothing has shown forth. And you, you hear the word again. Ah, God has done it again. Hallelujah. God, you are faithful. And to, as you are going home again, you, you get a call and they told you something. You know what? That's true. It's too early. I don't think I, I've prayed enough. Maybe I have to fast seven days. I only did three days fasting. That thing is so stubborn. It needs. <laughs> you will keep going. <laughs> they can never decide what to do. So they should not think they will receive anything from the Lord. You see why doubt? is very, very dangerous to your progress, to you realizing what God has done already for you. Why you should kick against doubt. Because it will come. It will come. Let's be real. Doubt will come. If you don't speak it out, it's right there in your heart. And you are considering, you are reconsidering what, what, and what. Such people must know that they will not receive anything from the Lord. Verse 8. You cannot receive anything from the Lord. It is very, very dangerous to allow doubt. When doubt leaves you, you are presented with unlimited opportunity. And the devil knows that. The moment you disallow doubt, you will see God in action. And he knows that you are about to break forth. That is why he will try. Matthew chapter 21, verse 21. Matthew chapter 21, verse 21. In New Living Translation, and Jesus told them, I tell you the truth. And you know, when he tells you, his own is the truth. I'm telling you, if you have faith and don't doubt, you see doubt again? Did you see doubt again? Would you believe God or you will believe man? Would you believe God or you believe man? Would you believe God or you will believe man? He said, I tell you the truth. So in any situation that you found yourself, whatever the Lord says about that situation is the truth. 
That is the truth at that moment. If you have faith and don't doubt, you can do things like this and much more. You can even say to this mountain, may, be, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea. And it will happen. It will happen. It is not a liar. All we need to make sure in this present situation, in this contemporary world, is to continue to strengthen our faith. Because your faith, your faith, brethren, will be counted as righteousness. That is it. Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4, verse 5. Easy to read version. People cannot do any work that will make them right with God. <laughs> Listen to that. It is not amount of cry. How many times you cry? How many times you made effort? Anything you do. You cannot do anything. <laughs> this God is good. He made it easy for us. You can't do it, honey. Just believe me. Just have faith in me. And the moment you have faith in me, you see what you're struggling for. It's kind of, you, you are righteous. At least you have right. Just because you believe. So they must trust in him. And he accepts their faith. And that makes them what? What makes them right? Isn't that easy? We should do everything to invest in developing our faith. Anything that it will take you. Don't you say how many times you said you won't do that again and you did? How many times? Seriously. That you said, you know what, God? I surrender. Oh, I'm not going to do it again. Matter of hours. You found yourself doing it again. But why don't you believe in what they say? I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. So I can do all things through Christ. You must have the word of God you're standing upon for every situation you go through. You must have the word of God that you stand up to. You must have the word of God that you pronounce. You must have the word of God that you confess, that you speak, that you speak tirelessly, that you speak. And when you believe, he said, then he accepts their faith and that makes them right with him. He is the one who makes even evil people right. The one, he is one. Go to verse 16 of that Romans chapter 4. So people get what God promised by what? Speak with me. With boldness. Say it again. Okay, you get what God promised you by having faith. This happens so that the promise can be a free gift. How much did you pay to have faith? <laughs> Only believe. That is why the promises of God are free gift unto you. Don't get me wrong, you can fast. You are not getting it because of the fasting. You are getting it just because you believe. Fasting is good. Do it. It helps you to lose weight too. So it's not only going to the gym that makes you lose weight. Fasting is good. See it as one of the benefits <laughs> of fasting. But don't see faith as a way to get things from God. Huh? Don't see fasting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> don't see fasting as a way to get the attention of God. Fast, 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 fast. By the time I do seven days fasting, all we rise. It's already risen. It's already at work. Your fasting is not doing. The, the fasting is good. Fasting will make you weak. It will make you sober. You will see somebody that likes to do a lot of all this talking. By the time they are fasting, they are mellow because no food. <laughs> when <laughs> they will be quiet. Wives, put your husband to fasting. Oh God. <laughs> If my wife wants to put me to fasting, then we are fasting together. <laughs> you are not eating, I am not eating. We are one, Abby. It shouldn't be just me. Uh -huh. Let's do it together. Fasting is good. It will help us. And by the time you are mellow and sober, I'm telling you, you will be sensitive to the spirit more. It helps. Fasting has a lot of physical advantage to us. And spiritually, it's good. It, you know, it, it builds us. But to get things from God is what? People get what God promised by having 
That is simple. That is simple. Let that stay on you, brethren. This happens so that the promise can be a free gift. And if the promise is a free gift, then all of Abraham's people will get that promise. Abraham, blessings am I. Are you not sons and daughters of Abraham? The promises of God to Abraham is also for you and I. And they are free. In as much you believe so, and you say so, and you act so. The promise is not just for those who live under the law of Moses. It is for all who live with faith as Abraham did. He is the father of us all. See, don't, don't destroy your own life about what is going on. This election now, we don't know what's happening. That is national anthem for a lot of people now. You know, they don't know what's going on. Why should you worry about what is going on? Uh, what did he say to you? What did he say to you? You don't know. <laughs> you must know what he's saying to you. And you shouldn't be moved by whatever. You speak the word of God and you go and sleep. Take a deep sleep, even snore. And let God enjoy what God has given you. His promise for you is certain. It is very, very certain. You have nothing to worry about. We need to focus on building our faith. That is what should be our focus. Faith is the hand that receives from God. Doubt is the opposite of that. When you have faith, you receive from God. When you don't have faith, when you have doubt, that's what happens. You don't receive. It's not about prayer. It's good to pray. People pray and they have doubt. See the opposite of it. So that is why our focus should be to be strong, to be strong in building our faith, in building our faith so that we begin to learn and we continue to learn how to trust him by his word, not how to go up and down and wave and do this and do that depending on the noise, everything that is going on. Oh, a second wave is coming. Oh, Corona is here again. <laughs> why, why, why? Is it coming to your house? No, it's forbidden. Forbidden, but you must say so. You must declare it, and don't doubt in your bedroom. Of course, we wear masks. We do all. We take. We we follow all the precautionary measures. That is not because we have in doubt. We have to submit. We have to respond. We have to obey. We have to do those things diligently. You don't tempt the Holy Spirit. We do everything. We follow instruction. But you know that whether second wave or third wave or whatever wave, it is not here. And you must relax while you are following the precautionary measures diligently. If you know who you are, then you know who you are not. For you to know what you are not and who you are not, you must first of all know who you are. The problem is we fail to identify ourselves with the Lord. We fail to know, to recognize diligently whom we are. That is why the noise convinces us here. When you hear this again, you'll be like, maybe, or you hear again, they said it's white. Okay, I think it's white. And tomorrow they say, no, it is black or it is not white. Oh, I, I guess I made an error. You need to know who you are, what God says you are. We sing it. We are a chosen generation called for to show his excellence. You must really, really, truly, sincerely know all that requires for life. God has given you all that requires, all that is required, even to stay away, for Corona to stay away from you. It's been given to you already. Yes. So it is very, very, You, if you don't know who you are, then you become whatever people want you to be. Our anchor is in the Lord, and this is our focus, and that is enough to tell us and to tell the world around us whom we are, because please see what I said, your root is down, your life is built on him, he is the one holding you. See whom you are, praise the Lord. Oh, thank you. I was like, what's that? <laughs> 
Did you see? I have a different one, actually, that I was going to send to them. I didn't remember. See the roots go down, all the way down, all the way down. See your life built. See all those fruits? That is your lives. Because the, the, the Colossians 2, 7 says that you will be full of thanksgiving. Don't you see it? As, as you're making progress today, your children are flourishing tomorrow. Good news coming next week. You know, promotion coming next month. It's like you are all over. And God is displaying his power, his glory, his doing through you. You are a vehicle to carry out the presence of God. You are an example of whom God is, how faithful he is. See, you can never be barren when you stay firm and focus on Christ and he is your anchor. Your life will be beautified. Your life, people will like to be associated with you. Have you, have you, have you, seen, have you seen where people want to just be with you? They just want you to talk to them. You are never boring to them. That is a fruitful life. Because that is Christ doing all things through him, through him in you, through you. And for you, everything is just coming. People just see you differently every day. And you know what? They go to their closet and pray to be like you. God, I believe you can do this for me. See, Pastor Victor. Yes. Oh. Let your life influence others. When your faith, when your faith grows down into him and your life is built on him, your life will, so we will pass by this and we not stay to take a look. Don't you see when you go to wedding, all this beautiful hotel, you're taking picture here, you move again to another place. Because those things are beautiful, they are colorful. That is a fruitful life, a life of a man being anchored by the Lord will be full of fruits colorful and guess what you smell good when they pass by you oh they take a look back <laughs> what do you wear because they look back because something attracts them yes our lives must attract that is the greatest evangelism evangelism in action please leave that picture let everybody continue to look because what you look at will become real to you <laughs> amen it is very, very important. Bible says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. That is Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. If you believe that, then you must walk majestically on earth into any situation, any situation. You must have that boldness. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. You know it is not your strength. You know it is not about you. It is about Christ. And you don't disqualify yourself until you get there. You go with boldness. I was doing an interview this week, this past week. I was actually telling, <laughs> I was telling the HR person that we were doing this. I said, I like this guy. He doesn't have experience about the job we, we advertise. But the way this guy speaks, and you can tell when you ask a question, and he, he will sit again and put his, his chest up like this, you know, and adjust himself, you know, and say, yeah, actually... <laughs> And when he said actually, he's trying to think right away what to, what to say. But I said, I like that. You know why? You can see boldness right there. I said, I can tell that he had no clue of the answer. And I, but he carried his brand well. And that is what you need to do. When the situation comes, you don't have to say, this situation, I have no experience about this thing. No, you can do all things. You remember what it says. And when you believe, if you believe that indeed, you will say so. In the face of that situation, I told the guy, I said, wow, you did well. But he did well. He did well. 
You must, you must do well till the end. Your faith will take you through the journey of your life. Your faith is what you need to take you through. I'm telling you, if your faith is strong in him, he will sustain you throughout. And then you will come out beautifully, wonderfully. You must call everything else that is contrary to God's will as liars. And stand on that word of God. It is only God that is true. Am I true? Yeah. Romans chapter 3 verse 4, it says it. No, even if everyone else is a liar, God will always do what it says as the scripture says about him but we always do what what it says so if there is a situation that wants to prove god a liar you will speak it out no you are a liar no you are a liar god is true you are a liar god is true you are a, whether it is about your health you will speak god is true you are a liar whether it's about your finance it's about your children it's about your spouse god is true you are a liar and that situation we bow down to the lord Worship of the one that is true. Yes. See, Christianity is a practical journey. It's a life that we must practice. It is not something we recite. Otherwise, you can't go further. It is a life that you live and you practice it and you speak it and you act it and you say so. That's how you get better in it. There is no shortcut to it. When you have that faith, that is the door. That is the entrance. That is the power for you to receive. It is very, very important we focus on building our faith as we are going towards the end of the year. Next year is here. 2021 is here. And let me tell you, 2020 is not over yet. There are some things that are still going to come out that God has done, you must from now speak them out. Refuse to bow down. Refuse to give up. Refuse. Be stubborn to give up. Yeah. Refuse. 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 Say so. Keep on saying it. Keep on saying it. Don't be like those people in the book of, ah, let's read it. There are some people in the book of Acts of Apostles. They prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and God did it. They don't believe it. That it can happen. Acts of Apostles, chapter 12. So P when Peter was in the jail, you remember that story. It's very, very, very familiar. Yeah. But the church was constantly praying to God for him. Verse 6, yes, one night, Peter was bound with two chains, was sleeping between two of the soldiers. More soldiers were guarding <laughs> Peter. You know that some situation in our life is like this, chronic. Deeper, deeper, deeper. Peter was bound with two chains. He was also in between two soldiers. And more soldiers were guarding the door of the jail. Ah, Peter. Herod was planning to bring Peter on before the people the next day. Yes. Suddenly, see the outcome of the prayer. Your prayer is answered, brethren. You just need to begin to act on it. Your prayer is answered, brethren. He heard you. He heard you. He heard you. And he has sent his angel out on your behalf. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord was standing there. And the room was filled with the light, the presence, the Shekinah glory of the Lord. The angel angel tapped Peter on the side and woke him up. Peter was sleeping. The angel said, hurry, get up. Did you see why you have to act? Our action is important. Don't be sluggish with it. Take over. Take over immediately. Hurry, get up. Chains. Immediately the angel said that the chains fell off Peter's hand. And the angel said, get dressed and put on your shoe. Peter did as he was told. And the angel said, put on your coat and follow me. See, he will guide you. Not just that he answered your prayer. He will guide you. He will take you through. He will take you through how you will go out about it. He is a loving father. What do you think God is? 
very caring, very faithful, dependable, reliable, awesome, loving, merciful, kind. That is your father. He will not only answer your prayer and leave you there, but he will guide you through how to go out about it. He said, so the angel went out and Peter followed. He did not know if the angel was really doing this. He thought he might be seeing a vision. That is what will happen when God brings things back to normal for you. You will think you are dreaming. You will think, can it be just like that? Have you seen yourself in a situation whereby it happened and you'll be like, really? Just like that? That's it? Yes. Oh. Peter and the angel went past the first guard and the second guard. See all the things that the enemy put. See, it's easy. you have nothing to do about it. Brother. I'm telling you, don't worry yourself. Let them do and let them do. Guard one and guard two. Where are they? When the angel came and said, follow me. When God is leading you, nobody can stop you. They won't even see. <laughs> That's it. They will be so busy. They will not even see because this is God Almighty. Hey, then they came to the iron gate. See, iron gate that separated them from the city. The gate opened. Oh, pardon. God Almighty. I am that I am. The one that speaks and no one can question him. That is the one. They did not even speak. They did not even touch the gate. They did not even have the key. You don't need to have the key. You have the greater one in you, the key of David. The, the lion of the tribe of Judah. That is the one that you need. He is everything. The gate saw him. That is the key. The gate opened by itself. After they went through the gate and walked about a block, the angel suddenly left him. Now it's you and your miracle. You begin to enjoy it. God has done it. Peter then realized what had happened. He thought, now I know the Lord really sent his angel to me. He rescued me from error and from everything those Jews thought would happen to me. Let's see what happened. When Peter realized this, he went to the home of Mary. See how the Holy Spirit works. The home of Mary, the mother of John, who was also called Mark. There were many believers there. Believers with no faith. <laughs> Believers with no faith. So it is not about title. It is not about your Bible. It is not about what. It is about your action. That is why it's dangerous. It's not good to judge people. Because you don't know what they believe. When the people were gathered there and were praying. Tell me what's the prayer point. Peter, come out. In Jesus' name. Everybody speak in tongues. Speak in tongues right now. Peter is out. Peter must be out. Peter, hold, hold your hands together. And they were holding hands and the place was shaking with noise. <laughs> no power. Noise. Real noise. Original noise. With no power. What make your world to be strong is your faith in the one you are praying to. It is not the noise. It is not the hours. It is not the sweat. Somebody can be sweating you know, and not praying. They are just exercising their body. <laughs> These people were holding their hands and shaking and moving. And in the name of Jesus, Peter, be released. Peter, come out. Peter knocked on the outside door. A servant girl named Rhoda. One of the prayer people brought her daughter. You know how children will be playing and people are praying. Children go and we want to pray. This is a prayer matter. This is a prayer, situ a prayer situation. <laughs> prayer with no faith. A servant called <laughs> named Rhoda came to answer the door. When Peter was knocking, your miracle is at the door. Please use your faith and open the door. That is your action. Open the door. Stop praying. Open the door. Act. We must know when to stop praying and begin to act. There is time for everything. She recognized Peter's voice. She did not answer the door. She was so excited because she remembered the prayer point. 
the prayer point was, Peter, be released. And this girl came to the door and saw Peter right there by the door. She was so excited. She, she ran back. You've done that before now. <laughs> We've all done that before. Instead of you, you saw your uncle from the village that just came. You are so happy. Hey, uncle, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome. You ran back inside to tell your parents. Instead of you opening the door. <laughs> That's what the girl did. She ran inside. She even forgot to open the door. <laughs> she ran inside and told the group, Peter is at the door. Peter is here. Hey, everybody, Peter is here. See what they said? Verse 16. <laughs> the believers. <laughs> believers, praise the Lord. <laughs> believers, what did you believe? Nothing. This is the world we are, the church of today. They believe in nothing. The churches of today believe in nothing. It's different from the church of the Bible. Believers said to her, you are crazy. Leave us alone. Brethren, raise up your voice. Call the name of Jesus 21 times. That Peter must be released. And Peter is here by the door. And they are telling them Peter is here. They are saying to the girl, you are crazy. Leave us alone. Devil, we rebuke you in Jesus' name. But she continued to say, no, this was true. This is true. It is Peter. I am not crazy. I know what I'm saying. So they said, it cannot be Peter. It must be Peter's angel. Who is crazy? <laughs> the believers. When she said, no, I'm not crazy. It is Peter. I know him. I heard his voice. I know Peter. Peter is right here. It is Peter. It is Peter. It cannot be Peter. Stop, stop. We are praying. It cannot be Peter. It must be his angel. The real Peter must come. And the real Peter was there. How long will you keep your miracle at the door? How long? And you keep praying. You keep praying. You keep praying. When you need to answer the door, that is all you need to do. Answer the door. Just open the door. Open that door and Peter comes in. But Peter continued to knock. When the believers opened the door, they saw him. They were amazed. Okay, believers. <clears throat> Let me give us one scripture. How to get rid of doubt. How to get rid of doubt. Negativity. It's a scripture we've all been reading. Okay. James chapter 4 verse 7. In Amplified Version. There are two things that you have to do to get rid of doubt. Submit to the authority of God. But do you know that a lot of time we just, do, we skip that path. We jump to the resist the devil and he will flee. But there is one, what we have to do before. Submit to the authority of God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. It says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Your unbelief is the result of something you've heard. Your faith also will be based on something you've heard. You now need to make your choice. Faith comes by hearing. You believe that you speak like your father just because you heard it. That's what they said, right? And that's what stays on you. You believe because of what you heard. Your faith will be stronger as well if you continue to hear what is said about you and your situation. It looks simple, but that is it. How you can overcome. When you focus on this and you continue to feed your faith, you will, you will continue to starve your doubt and your doubt will die. Continue feeding your faith, you will continue to starve your doubt. I pray that as we're going towards the end of this year, you will realize indeed what God has for you. 
and you will continue to make effort to build your faith. Listening to these messages all over and over, and you will be blessed. Bow down your heads as we pray. Jehovah God, we thank you. We give you praise. You are really our anchor. That is the only way out. That's the only way out. Too many things going on. Too many drama. Too many things the enemy is doing, distracting the world from focusing on you. But you said those who know you, those who know their God, they shall be strong and do exploit. Lord, we pray, oh God, you help us to focus at this time while the world is busy doing what will not sustain them. But you want us to focus on building and developing our faith. Developing our faith. And we heard it now, constantly, continuously hearing and feeding it with the word of God. Help us, oh God. Take us through this journey so that our lives will not remain the same. We heard a lot of testimonies this week. Right from Sunday, you said it and it was so. You are still working. You are wiping away tears. You are promoting. You are increasing. You are edifying. You are strengthening. You are releasing. We receive all that you have for us. Every spirit of doubt that makes us to doubt God, that is insultive to God. We come against you. We weaken you by the power of the word. And we say we are overcomers. We are victorious in the name of Jesus. As we go into this Holy Communion, we pray, O oh God, for your strength to come upon us. That your power will be released upon our lives. They are not elements. These are bodies of Christ and the blood of Jesus. And every situation in our life that needs the power of resurrection, Lord, we pray that this will be manifested. Thank you, Lord. Help us to have faith as we take in this element to know that this is the body of Christ that was broken and the blood that was shed for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.